SOS Radio On Demand. It changed my heart. On Demand. It changes your life. Thanks for downloading Scott Harold's podcast. When you chase failure, you eventually win or you learn. We're talking with Ryan Leak today at SOS Radio. He's a filmmaker. He's an author, a speaker. Actually, he doesn't just teach at one church, but five churches. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing fantastic. How are you today? Doing well. You know, failure is one of those things we all try to avoid pretty much at all costs, right? Literally go mm-hmm. out of our way to avoid feeling rejected or turned away. But it's something that you've sort of learned to embrace and even chase after. I remember we were talking a couple of years ago and you were talking about how you're like, I want to try out for the Phoenix Suns. I don't know if I could ever make it, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. I think so many people are afraid to try new things. And I'm just one of those people that I'm like, let's make failure cool. You know, I think so many people fail all the time. They're just spending a great deal of energy trying to keep that from their family and friends. Like, but we all in our rearview mirror have failures and aren't those the things that we should be learning from to have future success? So I've been on this failure train for the last five years, man. And (laughs) I've just been going, you know what? The more I share my failures, the more people are like, well, you know, there was this one time and I'm like, yeah. And there was a second time too. Don't lie. You know, like (laughs) it is what it is. Yeah. It was like, Oh, we've got this successful author. You're like, actually I'm kind of a failure. And that's actually what I celebrate. (laughs) I write about it. That makes me successful. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. All the time. I have failed so much that I have gotten comfortable consistently sharing about my failures and It's funny. If you think about what are the videos even on TikTok right now that get the most views? It's people messing up. It's people (laughs) failing. And so it's like this thing that we're all been taught to to fear our whole lives. I'm just going, I'm not I'm not sure why. You know, it's one of those things where I think we just we got to embrace this thing, because I, I think that if you're not learning from your failures, then, yes, I think you're failing. But if every time you mess up, you're taking really good notes, I think you're winning. If you're not learning from your failures, you're definitely not winning, right? We're talking with Ryan oh, yeah. Leak today at SWS Radio. Actually, he has yeah. a new book called Chasing Failure. And Ryan, it's so interesting because we don't talk about our failures as easily as we could talk about all the amazing things that we think we could accomplish. But half the time, right. the accomplishments we have came from a group collaboration or from other people or maybe even being at the right place at the right time. Or they came from years of strategy and years of work and Someone just oh sees God. something, they say, oh, that was successful. You're like, yeah, but for the last five, six, seven, eight years, you were grinding mm. to get to a place where you could even talk about it. What do you think it is about failure that we don't want to talk about? Is it pride or is it the mm. fact that it's painful in the journey and we don't want to remember that? Or is yeah. it just that we want people to think differently about us than we actually are? Well, I think there is ego that's there. There's a lot of shame that can come along with that failure and that embarrassment of I'm not as amazing as I post. My marriage is not reflected in our Christmas card. And that's a harsh reality, but it's just like, we, I have never met a family ever that I actually knew that their Christmas card reflected who they actually are because kids are a mess. Even the photo doesn't even represent the photo shoot itself. 
let alone the actual family. <laughs> and so it's like, at some point, we've got to walk in the room and go, everybody, let's just be honest about who we really are. We are actually screwed up human beings. And until we can really get to a safe space where we can really go, man, like I have failed. And here's the beautiful thing for me. I have failed and God has used me anyway. And we can go through the Bible. We could go through scripture and what we're going to find is a ton of people who were screwed up, who messed up. Three of the most iconic characters besides Jesus Christ in scripture were murderers. Murderers. David, Moses, and the Apostle Paul. Murderers. And yet God used their lives in a mighty way. And so I I think, man, I wrote this book because I know so many people who are beating themselves up unnecessarily. And they've given up on dreams. They've been paralyzed because either they fail or they think they're going to. And I'm going, you can't let that stop you. We're talking about chasing failure with Ryan Leak today at SWS Radio. And he's an author, he's a speaker, he's a life coach, and a filmmaker as well. But I remember years ago, I had a friend of mine who was talking about, we're on a plane, and he's like, hey, you know, look down at the ground, you know, as you're flying over. And he's like, look at where you see, like, all the growth and all the trees. What do you see? And it was like, well, yeah, those little areas are kind of all clumped together. He's like, yeah, the trees are always growing. The lush green stuff is always in the valleys. It's not on the mountaintops. And it's just like, wow, what an amazing analogy for the way that we go through life. You know, we're all trying to trek the mountain. We're all trying to stand at the top, like in victory. But all the growth happens in the valleys on the way up. And you know what I would say? I don't think we can appreciate mountaintop experiences until we've been in the valley. Victory doesn't taste as sweet when we've never experienced defeat. I think that there is something about truly taking notes in the valley. And I think the notes that you take at the bottom are going to be the qualities you need to be sustained at the top. I was talking to a friend of mine who runs a business. and He was talking about how he'd started a business and it was just kind of like, it was going along. Like they weren't like bankrupt, but they weren't thriving. And he was always hustling to find ways to pay the bills and pay the staff and all of this. And he was like, God, I feel like you led me to do this. Like, why am I not seeing success? Why am I not seeing the growth right now? Like, why aren't we winning? I know I was supposed to do this and you led me to do this. And he was praying and he said, he felt like God told him, I need you to learn how to lose before I'm going to allow you to win because I'm not going to give you a whole lot of money to spend when you don't know how to handle it. Right. There are some lessons at failure school that you just can't get at success school. And I can't tell you how many times in my life it just went all the way wrong. And there's this idea, you know, that someone's an overnight success. No, They failed a lot on the way and it gave them something that others don't have. And so, you know, I talk to people all the time that have presented things to their boss or, you know, taken a risk with somebody and, and got rejected. And they've been really down about that. I'm just going, well, what'd you learn? Did you take notes? And now you have something that they can't teach you in business school experience. Yeah. You have experience now. You can have as many degrees as you want on a wall. What we all want 
is somebody that has experience. I don't care what med school you went to. I need to know that you've worked on somebody else's heart before mine. <laughs> I don't care if you went to Harvard Law. If this is your first case, I'm not going to be your first client. We all want somebody that has experience. And I think that's what failure often gives us that allows us to be able to make a pathway forward. We're talking with Ryan Leak today at SWS Radio. You have a book that you wrote called Chasing Failure, and it shares a lot of stories from the Bible. It shares a lot of stories from the business world, stories from your own journey. But there's something you said. You said, we have to begin looking at our shortcomings as an avenue to another street to get to our desired destination rather than a roadblock. Because God has his faith in us, so why shouldn't we? I sit with so many people who have found themselves in this place in life where their confidence is so low based off of their calculation. What I like to remind people of is you think about a guy like Moses. God comes to Moses. He's like, I got a huge plan for your life. Moses spends two chapters of scripture trying to talk God out of using him. And I'm just going, isn't that us? How often do we feel prompted to do something by God and we respond with, that's a great idea, but we're going to do our own thing because Lord, whatever you're calculating, your math's different than my math. And so I'm going to make decisions based off of my math, which is the worst thing any of us can do because our math is terrible. Five loaves of bread and two fish typically in our world doesn't make 5,000 meals. But in God's hands, anything is possible. And so I just want to encourage people today, if you've got some things in your rearview mirror that you regret, you'd be surprised what God could do with your past. And if there's some things that you're afraid of because you're going, I'm not really sure how this is going to work out. God wouldn't ask you to do it if he was worried about how it was going to pan out. It's so funny how we go through life and we look at all these plans, we set all these goals, we feel like I have to be moving forward and forward and forward again. I think it's kind of an American ideal that we just pick up along the way, but I'm not sure that it's biblical at all. We're talking with Ryan Leak today at SWS Radio. You know, it's crazy because we go through and we set all these goals and half the time you're going through and you realize... I'm chasing a goal, I'm working a plan, but you realize maybe this is someone else's plan because I don't have any passion for it. You know, in my book, I talk about a story about Andre Agassi, how he revealed after his retirement that he really didn't have a love or passion for tennis at all, but his dad did. How do you become one of the greatest tennis players of all time living out somebody else's plan? I like to say this, God has a plan for your life, so do other people. And if we're not careful... We are going to date, marry, work with, live around all of the people that other people wanted us to be around. People have a plan for what you should wear, (laughs) where you should live, what school you should go to, where you should work. And it would be a travesty if we woke up one day and realized we were living out somebody else's plan for our life and not what God intended us to do. And so... I encourage people each and every day, you should wake up knowing exactly what God has called you to do. And if you're going to spend your life doing something, because all of us are, all of us are going to spend the next five years of our life doing something, we might as well be walking out our God-given calling. 
I know it's so interesting even here in Las Vegas where I live. Like Andre Agassi has been using his time these last few years, like helping build charter schools. You know, there have been some challenges with some of the school stuff that's gone on in our state. And, you know, we have one of the biggest school districts in the country. And he saw some other opportunities, especially for inner city schools. And so he and his wife started donating money and working with these charter school organizations to like set structure and move them forward and fund it and help them to get buildings and you know and now you see like passion coming out of that that's way different than tennis yeah I, I love that you know I love seeing people come alive when they really figure out man what on earth did God put me on the planet to do and sometimes it's like okay I've got this dream and you know what sometimes God puts you on the planet to help someone else with their goal like you said just a few moments ago Sometimes I think our American ideals is that the world is all about us and it's not. And on some level, I think we all should be asking the question, Lord, what have you put me on the earth to do? And whatever my lot, you mentioned the plane earlier and looking down. I love looking down in planes and seeing all of the squares. And one of my friends said this once, he said, it's like we've all been given a square. And what are you doing with yours? Whatever our square is, man, I just, I pray that everyone finds that sweet spot in their life where they go, you know what? I've got my square. I'm not going to compare my square to yours. I'm not going to compare my square in Dallas to your square in Vegas. I pray that your show reaches every single person that it needs to. Just as much as a message I'm preparing for this weekend, I pray that it reaches every single person it's intended to reach. And I think when we all play our part, um, I think it's a beautiful story we're all living in. We're talking with Ryan Leak today at SWS Radio, and he's an author and he's a filmmaker. You know, King Solomon, who was King David's son, wrote the book of Proverbs, at least most of it, in like the 16th chapter. He said, pride goes before destruction. Like a haughty spirit comes before the fall. Like pride comes before the fall. Like whenever you see the fall, you know, there's some pride in there, right? Now, Ryan, you talk in your new book about how pride can be especially dangerous to reaching and achieving our goals. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's, it's so funny. Uh, in the book, I talk about how we've all been conditioned to say pride comes before the fall. But that scripture actually says pride comes before destruction. Destruction. And again, I think we wished that it said pride came before the fall because a fall is, whoops, I messed up, slip, yeah, get back up. No, 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 no. The wisest man to ever live, the most successful man to ever live is going, hey, guys, let me tell you what's going to happen. If you go down this route, you're going to get destroyed. If I told you, hey, man, come fly to Dallas, man. It'd be great, man. Let's hang out. Let's go golf and let's go play some basketball. Just so you know, when you get here, you'll probably fall. You'd go, I mean, all right, that's cool. But if I told you, hey, come here, man, fly to Dallas. By the way, when you get here, it's going to be a nuclear bomb that goes off and it's going to be destroyed. You would say, I'm not going there. That's what I want people to think about when they think about pride. I don't want to go there because it will destroy every good relationship that I have. It will destroy my dreams. It'll destroy my career. It will. Pride comes before destruction. A haughty spirit comes before fall. And so I think it's just very important that we do our best. And it's so hard. It's very, very hard to do in North America. 
where most of our messages are about how can we all achieve the American dream? And what does that mean for me? And I think whatever we can do to empty ourselves, one of my favorite scriptures is, it says to value another person's needs above yours. It's like, who does that? Like who actually does that? And so for me, I'm trying to do that as best as I possibly can. I'm trying to wake up on a daily basis, whether that's starting in my home or the people that work in my company and going, okay, what do they need? And trying to value them above my own stuff. And so whatever it is that our goals are, I think we have to rid ourselves. And King Solomon would say, don't go there. It's not a good place. It's not just a fall. It will destroy your life. We're talking with Ryan League today at SWS Radio and has a brand new book called Chasing Failure, How Falling Short Can Set You Up for Success. Hey, thanks for taking some time today. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Thanks for downloading the SOS Radio podcast. If you enjoy the discussion and want to help the podcast grow, you can make a $10 donation through SOSradio.net or inside the SOS Radio app. Thanks for your generosity. It helps us experiment with new things and keep the discussions fresh.